Joining me, per the huge, one bad mother, <laughs> Tony Baltimore. What up? Host of Pod Caviar, CEO Shirt Caviar. What's going on, sir? It's another great day. It's it Mother's is, Day. It is Mother's Day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Interestingly enough, I decided mm-hmm. that I, you know, I don't usually do a lot of preparation. Mm-hmm. I don't do a lot of, re- I mean, I work really hard all the time. And before every podcast, I'm totally prepared. But yeah. sometimes I don't. And yeah. it, uh, oddly yeah. enough, though, this week, uh-huh. um, I learned, I, you know, it was funny. I was thinking about it. I learned about the woman who started Mother's Day when I was in college, Okay, uh, when I was studying history. But it was one of those things where it's kind of just like a wash in my brain. Right. All I really remembered was that the story was nuts. Mm-hmm. So um, I did want to offer this a little bit at the beginning of the podcast. Her name was Anna Jarvis is the woman who started Mother's Day. Okay. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. And uh, her mother was a nurse in the Civil War, okay. like, which basically just meant she attended to horribly wounded people. Yeah. You know, the horrors yeah. of something yeah. like that are not to be, uh, you can, really can't imagine them. No, you can't. You know, unless you experience no. the Civil War, and I doubt I have any listeners who are around for that. Uh, no, well, that'd be uh, awesome if we did. That'd be pretty sweet. That'd be pretty awesome. That'd be a big story. We're talking about Civil War, not reenacting the civil war no the actual the actual civil war yeah Yeah, and her so her uh her mother you know obviously helped people most of her life and she Mm -hmm. remembered at one point hearing her mother pray that they would have a memorial day for Mm -hmm. mothers Mm -hmm. you know probably more likely Mm -hmm. uh than some of the stuff i read where it was like just for mothers for all the good they do but i mean you know the civil you know she lived through the civil war she saw the carnage she knew the pain that mothers probably went through during that time yeah uh, she was deeply affected to say the least, mm-hmm. you know? And so mm-hmm. her daughter, she, uh, Anna grew up to, uh, petition for the commemoration of mothers, like by giving them an actual day. And eventually mother's day became a thing mm-hmm. and it became a, uh, you know, a day where it was actually intended that you go to church oh. on that day. Okay. So it became a holiday where you went to church and you wrote your mother like a lovely handwritten letter of thanks. Right. It was, uh, I think, I, I think we did that in school actually. Yeah, right. absolutely. In a, in and a grade school, but yeah. But so it was definitely intended. There was to be like a sentimental holiday and yeah. it was, as we all know, mm-hmm. it didn't take very long for it to become ultra commercialized. And then, yeah. you know, it sort of yeah. is the, uh, catalyst for the expansion of a lot of these like flower companies and greeting oh, yeah. card companies oh yeah um actually up until recently back when you could uh be charged for long distance phone calls it was the heaviest volume of long distance phone calls oh really every year Damn. you know people paying to make long distance phone calls excuse me interestingly enough back then also though the you know what day was the day where the most collect phone calls are made mm-hmm Father's Day. Father's Day, yeah. Yeah, I, was gonna, yeah. Yeah, I just yeah. wanted to, because I saw yeah. you get it, but you yeah. had fear in your mouth, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, I'll jump on. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely Father's Day. Yeah, yeah but uh, as time went on, mm-hmm. she saw this holiday she had spearheaded become more and more commercialized. Yeah. 
so eventually she like she was arrested in 1930 at a carnation sale for going nuts for like protesting this carnation sale and going nuts. She really went mm-hmm. crazy about the commercialization of the holiday. Yeah. She actually died in a sanitarium in 1948 and spent all of her money and her family's inheritance and never bothered to have children herself Jesus. because she was working so hard to have the holiday abolished. God damn. Well, you know, like what they say, you die a hero or live long enough to see people become the know, villain. Become a villain, yeah. But that, yeah, I I knew it was crazy when I read about Shit, it this that morning. Is crazy. I was like, wow, and it, it's just like in this one person's life, mm-hmm. you create this thing. Yeah. It be then, it's yeah. it you know, it's your life's work to create this thing. Mm-hmm. It exists for a very short period of time because she was obviously born. Yeah. Yeah. In the 1800s. Yeah. She died in 1948. Yeah. And wow. over the course of this arch of time, mm-hmm. she created this holiday. Yeah. It could have only existed for so long before she started to hate it. Yeah. And then used the rest of her time on the planet. Trying to destroy her own creation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the uh, you got to just make money off that shit. And then when you get... When yeah. you get interviewed, just be like, "Look, I don't, agree, I don't agree with the commercialization of it, yeah. you know." But just understand, this is the reason why we have it, right? Let's I reflect. Mean, we we that. talked about this last week with we Cinco did, de Mayo. Actually, yeah, <laughs> like, it's interesting damn, how these it. threads all seem to interconnect. Right? Yeah. yeah. The craziest huh? part, too. Well, not the craziest because there's so much crazy shit, in the yeah. story. Yeah, uh, that's actually, a lot to unpack. Holy shit! Yeah, actually, the companies that sold greeting cards and flowers mm-hmm. pooled in money to pay the bills to keep her in the sanitarium oh jesus christ right which is like okay so as a uh, yeah as a pr move you're uh like oh well we have to take care of this woman she created this holiday Mm -hmm. they didn't give her any money but they were like we created this holiday yeah so we should support her right or or we're gonna (laughs) throw all this money at making sure she never sees the light of day again stays in there so you know Ah. woo Man, Mother's Day, quite a mess. Yes, it is. And sometimes mothers can be a mess, but you know, uh, yeah. If you still talk to yours, yeah, give them a call, please do. And you can give us a call at eight four seven six six five nine two three eight. You leave a message, you change the world. Yeah, I'm pretty happy about that transition there. Yeah, uh, a little information on that. So somehow everything I had prepared today is in one way or another connected to baseball. All right. Uh, there's a recent event that affects affected my beloved Chicago Cubs. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you've heard about this. Goddamn, yeah. It's fucking okay. nice. But listen, see, I'm look. I, so just brief. Saw it on Twitter as just, usual. Yeah. yeah, just a brief listeners. Um, during a NBC Chicago sports broadcast of Cubs mm-hmm. baseball, former ESPN analyst, analyst uh, Doug Glanville, who I love listening to. Yeah, I love listening to him talk about baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, he would He's often seated in the dugout during those particular broadcasts, mm-hmm. and he'll talk to the guys in the booth from time to time. You know, they go down there. You know, that camera shot works. Mm-hmm. Well, a Chicago Cubs fan, and I'll bring up the picture, mm-hmm. uh, was seen making this hand gesture. For those of you who can't see it, it's sort of an upside-down okay symbol. Yeah. Um, this is... That's the game. Right. So, <laughs> listen, I want... Look, my first reaction... Well, actually, not my first reaction as far as the podcast is concerned because mm-hmm. I've been kind of yelling about this all week. Yeah. But I, I don't I, I don't want to yell. Okay. I, I really want to avoid the rant. All right. I want to... I, I kind... Look, I, I want to ask you, mm-hmm. what do you think is going on here? That do you is... think that this... No, do you okay. think that this is a white 
power hand gesture. Do you think that this man reached over and made a white power hand gesture, Mm. or do you think that this may possibly be the greatest circle prank of yeah. modern times. No, it is the greatest circle prank of modern times. And he's he owes us a punch now because we keep looking at it. Yep, we're looking at it right yeah, now. Yeah, we're looking at it right I now. I hope I so. never bump into this guy. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So, yeah, that that is, that's what that is. And uh, I understand where it came from, where people think that it's a white power symbol. Mm-hmm. Um, if it, it's... It's damn it. It's not the same symbol, you know. It's right. the whole thing we were talking about the swastika being mm-hmm. for Nazis, and then it was for peace, and then Hitler came yeah. along and it was took like, it. you know, yeah. But that that's just, that's what happened here, yeah. you know. Um, normally it'd be up like that, yeah, yeah. See, now you're doing the white power symbol, yeah. <laughs> uh, but white yeah, power. how are you guys doing? <laughs> That that's where it came. That's where it, it morphed into now. Um, but no, that's a prank, and he did a very good job of pulling that prank off. Yeah, and he got a lot of people. I don't know. They, have they ever named him? No, they did not they out him. They but didn't they out him. Have banned him, which is bullshit. From going to Wrigley Field for life, which is bullshit. Which is a classic overreaction. And this is just my, in my mm-hmm. opinion, I don't want to launch into a whole thing about this. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But I would also like to point out, as I'm sure you're aware mm-hmm. that the okay, the original, for those of you who don't know, I don't, I'm sure if you've followed this story, you have some inkling, mm. the, uh, the concept that the OK symbol, like when you hold your hands up, like OK, mm-hmm. is white power because it's a W and yeah. a P, right, yeah. with your hands. Yeah. That itself was started as a hoax. Like that itself <laughs> was a oh, joke. Yeah. God damn, I did hear about that. This yeah. was started on 4chan. Yeah. You can walk yes. it back, right, to its yeah. beginnings. So apparently... And in some really, really insignificant ways, there have been actual white supremacists seen making this logo, yeah, right? Yeah. Since the hoax was created, though. Yeah. It, it yeah. never actually meant that. No. It no, was no, created no, no, no. by internet trolls. Yeah. And good for them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But even if uh-huh. a few assholes adopted this mm-hmm. as being the, the fucking okay sign, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, the okay sign, mm-hmm. As being the white power symbol, mm-hmm. fuck those guys. Yeah, right. Like yeah. they don't. You don't give them that. Yeah. Don't do this. Yeah, because you're giving them power when you do right. that shit. Do not legitimize it's, that as being. And when you see it, be like mm. he was seen throwing up a white power logo. You just you don't give them that. No. Don't let yeah. them have that. Yeah. Not to mention, this is clearly the circle game. Yeah. This yeah. guy got you. Yeah. Don't be salty, Theo Epstein, yeah. oh, general manager of the Chicago yeah. Cubs. Don't be salty. He got you. I want, what do you mean I, he's banned for life? No, you he you have yeah. to get punched. I wonder if he, if he was a black guy, I'm pretty sure it wouldn't have been anything. Of course not. That And that's uh, fucked up. No, well, and that's, and the that's thing fucked too. up. And see, and that's what is they're that, trying that, to is make that, it. Is that reverse racism? It's because, is that what we're talking about? It's because Doug Glanville <laughs> is black. Not This is no oh, commentary yeah, on yeah. Doug Glanville. Right, this right, is right. Just okay, I see. Yeah, because he's black and then that was there. Yeah. Oh, shit. See, yeah. I heard, see, when I heard about it, when I saw it on Twitter, I immediately just... I dismissed it because I'm yeah. like, no, that's not white power. Right. That's the okay game. Oh, and when it and first then, came out, dude, you didn't see the picture. 
They didn't show the picture. Oh, shit. They see. just said a potentially offensive hand gesture. It was like another half a day a day mm-hmm. before I actually saw the picture. And I was like, oh, this is not an issue. Yeah. Except now, if you Google it, uh-huh. every single of the top news articles mm-hmm. are opinion articles uh, where people are like, Cubs get it right in reaction to racism. And it's didn't. just, a, it's opinion articles when people are using that as an excuse to like talk shit about how this is Donald Trump's America and it's, talking about other isolated oh, incidents of damn. racism like over the years yeah. in a baseball. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you put 30,000 people together uh, 82 uh, times a year, crazy yeah. shit's gonna happen. Yeah, it's, uh, it's always gonna happen. Of it's course. always gonna happen. It's, I mean, you hear about this shit all the time, especially with teams that are known for uh-huh. like racist fans and yeah. shit. Not gonna name any cities. Boston. Boston. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like this yeah. shit happens. You'd I believe mean, if it was in Boston, I'd have been like, yeah, that's that white power yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Get that's that definitely white power yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, probably nothing would have happened in, in Boston. Because, yeah, absolutely. You know, you know, the socks. Yeah, you know, it's all about the socks. But this is the this is the circle game. Yeah. That's what's going on here. Mm-hmm. You all got got, mm-hmm. and you if you ever, they should have outed him so that he could punch people. Yeah, and like yeah. when crazy people ran up on him, like you bigot, he could just punch yeah, him in the shoulder, nail him, pow. Yeah, and it's the law. Mm. I mean, he's again, legal- like, mm, yeah, he's pow. legally within his right yeah. to punch you in the arm. Yeah, no, you yeah. shouldn't that, have looked. That, yeah, and he got you. He got all of us. And that's the and why couldn't that be the story? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. that should be the headline. Oh, yeah. shit, you got. I, I think I, it's it's because Trump front page of the New York. Everybody Times, just you wants got to got. go. Everybody just wants to go. And I'm not. And I'm not. We're I, not I, Trump not, supporters. Yeah, yeah. We're not advocating for Trump at all. Listen, he's done a bunch of fucked up shit. Why do but, idiots keep putting me in this position where I'm like, <laughs> right. this isn't related to that? Right. Yeah. You keep putting us in a position to where we talk about politics. We're not a political podcast. No. Stop it. Just yeah. Stop. Yeah. Stop. But stop being silly. Stop being. Yeah. Yeah. Look, stop if you it. are, if you're someone who's really against Trump getting reelected, stop doing this. Yeah. Stop doing this. Yeah. Yeah. You need to pay attention. Shit like this is how he got elected in the first time. Yeah. Because a, the the racists were tired of saying a black president, and yeah. then b. The Trump supporters were tired of being misrepresented or whatever yeah. the fuck, however the fuck you say it. Yeah. And it just started a a shit storm. And, well, and it, there fucking, were it was people, so many, so many. Yeah, so many right. factors. Yeah. But at least some of those yeah. votes can be attributed to, to people who mm-hmm. were, you know, who were like when they talked to people who mm-hmm. were on the left mm-hmm. and this was the kind of shit they heard come out of yeah. their mouths. They were yeah. like, well, I just want you to be unhappy. Yeah. I mean, I even felt it a little bit. I didn't want Trump to be president. But when I saw that woman on her knees, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. there's a part of me that was really happy she was having a bad day. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, there, and there's some tweets that Trump will do that put out that are comedy gold, and people do not allow him comedy to have that gold. because he's Trump. There's been plenty of times I've seen a tweet, mm-hmm. even recently since the Mueller report come out, mm-hmm. and he's been talking a lot of high quality shit, and it's got to the point to where high I was quality. like, if I was the president. I would also say that shit. Yep. And just be mad. What are you going to do? Do you remember one of my favorite things Trump ever did was, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember this, but during the election, Mm -hmm. the Pope put out a tweet Mm -hmm. that said, um, uh, our leaders should build bridges, not walls. Trump's response to that tweet was a picture of the walls around the Vatican. And that's gold. Yeah. I remember that. And I was like, whoa. You got 
crispy. Dog. That's one of those that things that, as a Catholic, I was like, motherfucker. Then I was yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course. Because <laughs> it was funny. He got us. He got us. Because it was yeah. funny. Nah, that's good. Yeah. That's funny. This is in no way an endorsement either, though, no. of Trump or no, any of that no, stuff. No, and, no, you no. know, maybe it's low hanging no. fruit. Maybe it's just because when, like, the left end of the internet gets really upset about something like this, uh-huh. it's much easier to make fun of. Oh, it is. Than almost it. Because, you know, it it's is. just because it's silly. It is. It's very silly. It is. It's also silly that they're attributing this to a Cubs fan when we all know the only racism in baseball exists in Boston and in St. Louis. Yeah. White power. How are you guys doing? That's yeah. where that came from. I mean, That's yeah. a Cardinals it's, fan. It's it's proven. That's a Cardinals fan yeah. Yeah. saying those words. Yeah. And you should be offended by that. That's where the real offense happened. If and the that's cut, what all if, the anger needs to be If they were towards. willing to admit that they were really just salty because they got got. Mm-hmm. I would I would sleep better yeah. tonight because yeah. I really do think the man should have been given some sort of award. Right. right. And they were like, oh, uh, you know, there were even a bunch of like uh, web outlets like Bleacher Nation and a few mm-hmm. of these other ones that I enjoy reading Cubs news from. Mm-hmm. And they were even speculating. They're like, oh, well, after a day of investigation, the Cubs seem to think it is the right move to uh, ban this fan for life. So there must have been something there. And I was like, no, they spent the day trying to figure out who he was and then they banned him. Yeah, yeah, that's what that is. And if he was a white supremacist, we would all know who he is and they would be plastered all over the place. Absolutely correct on that one. No, this is just this is just them putting a pin in their cap. Yeah. Well, because you know Addison Russell, the Cubs second baseman, just recently came back after he was suspended sixty days uh, for mm. what was reported to be some pretty insane spousal yeah. abuse. Yeah, yeah. And so you, this mm-hmm. helps to deflect from that in yeah. some regard in yeah. a great way, as far as PR is concerned. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's no I, doubt about that. Yeah, it it it'll, it all goes down in PR, and then PR ties into advertising, and mm-hmm. then you have people. Oh well, it's that, all uh, money. Yeah, yeah, and then it all goes down to money, and then when you piss off your advertisers, they go, and then you get this group riled up, and then it's 2019, so everybody has to have a voice. Well, now, and it's and NBC and, Sports Chicago, and NBC uh, is goddamn yeah, typically so, known as yeah. being super super far left. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. but it it is it's crazy though because I'm very liberal, like I yeah. very. Very, very liberal person. Yeah. But I also know silly shit when I see it. I'm a purveyor of silly shit. Yeah. And if you're doing silly shit, that's fine. But just preface it with that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? The beginning of my podcast, uh, my daughter tells you not Mm -hmm. to listen to anything I say. Yeah. And we're two guys that will always say we're going to abuse the First Amendment Mm -hmm. rights and we're going to ramble our way to the top. Exactly. That's exactly what we do. So, yeah, I mean. Yeah. I'm willing to tell you to take me with a grain of salt. Mm -hmm. Chicago Cubs. I love Mm -hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And I love you no matter who owns you or who the GM is or whether mm-hmm. you win 100 games, you win five yeah. a season. I'm mm-hmm. a Cubs fan. Died in the wall. Yeah. Be cool. Yeah. Give this guy season tickets. Yeah. Please do. Uh, and, and just apologize just, and say yeah, that we and, fucked up. And just say we were being silly. Yeah. Yeah. But you're never going to get It's that. a lot of crazy shit happening in Chicago. First you yeah. get the, the Smollett shit mm-hmm. and then now this yeah. and then... I, I just imagine that a lot of that ties into each other, even though the, the Jesse Smollett shit was absolute horse shit no, it's very, from the beginning. Yeah, it's silly then, things. But still, people got riled up, and mm-hmm. then it became political, and then when you start talking about white power, mm-hmm. then, yeah. oh, God damn. But it was, I did They, they should I, just replay the Dave Chappelle skit where he yeah. was the damn, the black, black, yeah, the black, white supremacists, and that just, that's, that's, that's literally how it is now. On I mean, basically every level, that's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Like, as far yeah. as just 
a pure comedy yes. in a sketch yeah. or in something someone said or oh, yeah. did, there's a certain, on a certain level, mm-hmm. the black white supremacist is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Hilarious on every level. On every level. And then you got to think that that show was so good because you have shows, even shows after like Key and Peele will have some shit that's funny and, you know, but they don't, I don't, Key and Peele to me, while it was a good show, it didn't have the staying power of Chappelle's mm-hmm. show because you have the, the black white supremacists, you have even the very first sketch, the damn Samuel Jackson beer. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about a sketch that was what, a minute long? Yeah. I, to this day. Packed. Packed. With staying hilarious Yeah, you got power. Dave Chappelle, you got Bill Burr was in it. He was yep. a recurring uh, uh um, uh, actor on the show too mm-hmm. so you got that you got those two you got the prince you yeah. got damn um, of course Charlie Murphy uh, Charlie the list Murphy. goes on I mean, and on god damn yeah but yeah but yeah but in but, this context the black white supremacist is that's where it's at yeah and I do I definitely feel that in this instance the media used this as an excuse the cubs used this as an excuse to insulate themselves against a bunch of other questionable decisions they've made yeah as will happen when you're running a billion dollar business of course yeah yeah i think i've had enough of that yeah but i still want to talk about baseball okay so how am i gonna do that all right i'm gonna ask you a question tony let's go uh have i ever played you on the podcast i don't think i ever played i don't even know if i ever played on the podcast but you ever heard the story george brett tells about shitting his pants no, you know who no. George Brett is a uh, famous Kansas City Royal, okay. uh, Hall of Famer. Okay, he's actually super famous for having this eruption about the pine tar in his bat. You've seen that. Yeah, you've oh, seen that yeah, highlight okay. where yeah. he just comes yeah. completely unglued oh, yeah. and comes flying out of yeah. the dugout. Yeah, yeah. There's actually a great episode of I think it's This American Life mm-hmm. uh, or Radio Lab where they actually interview the guy who was the bat boy at Yankee Stadium that day. Mm-hmm. It's a great story if you mm-hmm. ever get a chance to listen to it. But but anyway, George Brett's known for that. Mm-hmm. Like that, and that's like people even outside of baseball or sports know he's the pine tar guy. Yeah, he, which really it, he wasn't really cheating. He was just one of he was just one of the guys who got caught with having too much pine tar. It just turned it, out it happened. It yeah. happened at a yeah. pivotal moment of that game. Yeah. He had hit a walk off home run. Yeah. Or he'd yeah. hit a home run to secure the lead. That's, and like, that's like getting caught for speeding if you're going 11 over. You know, everybody yeah. does it, but you know, exactly. You're one of those guys that got caught. But, but uh, yeah. But so in that vein, there's a video that surfaced. This was several years ago. This video came out and actually mm-hmm. a long time ago. And I uh, was when George Brett, I guess, was working in the Royals organization. It's a video that was taken during either spring training. Yeah, I mm-hmm. believe it was during spring training. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of the younger like minor league guys around and they're out there stretching. And George Brett shares this tale. Mm-hmm. For a while, I couldn't find it either. Like I had heard it once. Yeah. And then it disappeared from the Internet. And it came back a few years ago. So while it's here, let's immortalize it. And I apologize, the audio quality is a little bit weird because it was recorded from like a parabolic microphone from a long way away. Oh, shit, okay. So he's about to go over and start talking to these really young guys. And he's a Hall of Famer. Part of the side. I shit my pants last night. <laughs> I did. Went out and had a great meal, just a great fucking meal. I had to go to the bathroom so bad in the car. I'm going, travel, hurry up, man. I got shit. I had fucking shit in my pants. I wasn't just... Yeah. I'm good uh, twice a year for that. When was the last time you shit your pants? Yeah. Been a while? I was in Vegas a couple years ago. Just an honest to God true story. Staying at the Bellagio, I went over to the Mirage for dinner, met some friends of mine over there. 
We went to Kokomo, it's a great little steakhouse. The guy brings out some fresh crab legs. Jeez, just came in, I gotta give them to you guys. Brings them. So I'm eating them. Then we go play gamble a little bit. So I had a tea time early in the morning. So I said, look, I gotta get going. I'm walking back to the hotel. I get three quarters of the way out of the lobby and all of a sudden I go, oh fuck. And I'm standing here like this. I got my butt pinched so fucking, I'm, I'm fucked, I can't move. All of a sudden, you know, felt all right. I went just like this. <laughs> I had food poisoning from the crabs. Take off my leather jacket, tie it around my waist, and I'm just standing there, and it's just running down my leg. I got jeans on, black bucks, no socks, and uh, I just start fucking walking. Every time I'm walking, something's coming out. It's water. Straight fucking water. Look at these guys are trying to get then, away from it. Look how sick I was. And then I'm standing outside my car and got my cell phone and I call the guy. I said, Larry, you won't believe this. I'm standing outside the fucking Bellagio. I can't move. I got shit everywhere. I shit all over myself. And Larry's about a 48 waist. 40. So he brings me over a pair of pants and, a, and some towels and some towels. And so he then he comes over and he meets me where I'm. I tell him where I'm standing. Okay. He finds the closest bathroom. When you go up the escalator, you go into the fuck. I can't get in the elevator. So so he goes in. He finds the closest bathroom in the lobby of the hotel. And then I get in the escalator. And he kind of pretends like he dropped something. So no one gets behind me. Tells me where it is. I go in there. He goes and gets the towel all wet for me, throws it over the fucking stall. I take off all my fucking clothes, just wipe off, leave my shoes, left my shoes, my pants, everything right there, the towels right there in the stall, and I'm walking barefoot with my shirt and his pants that are 48 waist through the lobby like this at midnight. Got up in the morning, took the most perfect double tapered shit I've ever had in my life. True story. Who's the pitchers in this game? I mean, listen, I, I, as a guy who's had a, been in a similar situation, after it happens, you can't do anything but laugh at it. Yeah. I mean, holy shit. Yeah, that's a fucking yeah. great one, yeah, though. That, that is an epic one. Yeah, yeah. and that story, the way I yeah. love I love how the guys are out there working out still. You know, they're mm -hmm. just like getting ready for the grant. There, there's yeah. probably some people out there, probably one of those kids was like, oh, shit, George Brett's about to come over and talk to me. <laughs> yeah. And then and that happened. Yeah. <laughs> Never meet your idols. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. never. Yeah, it's interesting, too, because that's what the guy said in that story, the guy who was the bat boy that day mm -hmm. in the pine tar incident. He said that, like, he was super afraid that George Brett was going to be really, really mad at him, mm -hmm. you know, and, like, he kind of hid. Because he was mad at – George Brett was mad at the kid because – uh, the kid didn't run out and get the bat right away, which was his job, because, you know, bat boys. Yeah. But he was such a big George Brett fan, he was standing there watching the home run sail out. Yeah, and then he yeah. kind of remembered, like, oh, and by the time he got out of the dugout, the umpires had his bat. Yeah, yeah. You know what shit, I mean? Yeah. Like, so it was a little too late. <laughs> but he he even mentioned that George Brett said, like, when it was all said and done, he was mm -hmm. all timid and scared, you know. And George mm -hmm. Brett, the first thing we came up and told him was, he was like, next time in New York, you got to get me laid. <laughs> <laughs> The next time yeah, I'm in New York, shit. you gotta get me laid. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, shouts out to General George Brett for yeah. sure. Uh, that's a great story. I'm glad to. I'm, I'm glad to kind of wrap up on that note too. Yeah, because I look, man. I'm not gonna bring it up anymore. I'm not. Mm -hmm. I'm not. Mm -hmm. I'm not. Sorry. It, sometimes it just burns me up over the week. Mm -hmm. Things like the OK gesture at Wrigley Field. Yeah, and it only really affected me because it involves the Cubs. Yeah. And so yeah. you know. 
my social media feed, my exposure to the news has all been whittled down really just to Cubs baseball. Yeah. Because that's really all I want to see when I'm on the internet. Yeah. And I can't escape that, this silly yeah. shit. No. Both silly ass sides of the argument. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I, it affected me this week, and I like to share things that affect me with the listeners. You want to talk about uh, Lose Yourself by Eminem, or do you want to Oh, push yeah, that I remember off? you yeah. had mentioned that. No, we got, a, yeah. we got some time here. Oh, we got some time. Oh, yeah, please, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, for those who don't know, yeah. yeah, what I said was, um, ever since the, 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 the song Lose Yourself by Eminem came out, and I'm pretty sure it was early 2000s, because I remember we were still in, like, tech school when that oh, yeah. happened. Yeah. yeah, I saw 8 I Mile know, when I was in tech school. Right, there. yeah, it seemed to be... You know, it seemed to be the anthem for white dudes because every time it comes on, a lot of white dudes go ape shit over it. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I'm lucky enough that I know a white guy <laughs> <laughs> that can expand on this. You know, I'm willing to participate in this, too, though, because sometimes I feel like allow you to feel questions as the black <laughs> yeah, dude in yeah, the room. Yeah, and that's fine. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm happy yeah. to jump on this. I think for me at the time, mm-hmm. especially with the, during that was during my aspiring rapper years. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I had like some animosity towards mm-hmm. that particular song because it was so good and because <laughs> white dudes loved it so much. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, what I mean yeah. Uh, but yeah without without the veil of salty hatred mm-hmm. uh, yeah no that song gets white dudes pumped up it does yeah in it fact does. I guess one of my roommates that was in uh, tech school with me he used to play it on repeat like every fucking day and he's wow. like he's like I love this song bro. he was a cool dude cool as shit yeah like, I love this fucking song bro it just gets me ready and mm-hmm. I'm like for what? What are you planning on doing? What are you right up now? to? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, because I, I, we just got to go to class. Yeah, I'm know? a little concerned about why you need to be this pumped up for yeah. the day ahead of you. Yeah, it's weird. You walk man. down to that building yeah. and sit in a classroom. Yeah, it, this I, is the Air Force, dude. I had that guy. He was cool as fucking. It was this other guy that was. He was okay. He was one of those guys that was. Sometimes they were real cool, but most of the time they were just assholes. And he had like really stinky feet, so he took his socks off. And um, he didn't wash them. He <laughs> opened the window and like let them air out every night. And I was, you like, know, that hmm. was actually how we met. Uh, yeah, was we stayed on the same floor. Yeah, we did. Yeah, in the dorms yeah. in tech school. Yeah, and um, a guy who lived next door to me mm-hmm. had told me I could borrow Grand Theft Auto Vice City out of his room. Mm-hmm. When I went in there to borrow it, one of his roommates started giving me a bunch of shit. Yeah. I don't know if yeah, you remember this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, very, no, I remember it. I yeah. was very young. I was yeah. fresh from Chicago. Had yeah. a lot of issues. Yeah. A lot of stuff I still needed to work out. Things I'm still working out to this day. Yeah. And I went off on this dude. Yeah. And was... And I was, at, dude, and I was at the end of the hallway. Yeah. And I yeah. heard like... <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on out yeah. there? And I, I remember you just fucking in this guy's face. Like, yeah, yeah. He was off. considerably taller than I was. He was. Yeah. Probably, had he wanted to bang, probably wouldn't have went my way. But that's not what it was about in those days. It was no, about it wasn't. Confidence. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was about confidence. It was about getting your goddamn point across. Yep. And what? you did that shit. And yeah. I was like, hell he yeah. Definitely, he definitely gave up. But yeah, yeah I, it was one yeah. of the first times I remember seeing you. Is I saw mm-hmm. your head come out of the door down there mm-hmm. and i was like i'm creating a bit of a scene here yeah. but i'm not quite done yet yeah yeah and uh, yeah it was fucking awesome yeah, man was that was a such problem. a weird thing like the dude <laughs> the dude that stayed next to us he was an older guy he looked like uh jason statham's like just like yeah, him. he did and he was having problems with his girl and shit and i would let him hold my phone so he can call her and talk to her and shit and i was just like dude fucking dumper i don't yeah. know man the you old know. tech school dorms yeah yeah, yeah that was wild 
Yep. And yeah. then we bumped and then we saw each other. We were moving into the dorms at Robbins. Yeah. And we were like, oh, we're like, shit, oh what's shit, what's up, up man? Yeah. 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 That was, that was it. The that rest was, was history. Yeah. Years yeah. and years and years of Damn, history. Damn, yeah. A lot of crazy stuff's happened since then. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> that was a long time ago. That was 2002 when I got yeah. in that guy's face like yeah. that. Yeah, 2002, and it's 2019 now. Jesus Christ. Fuck, man. That was a long time ago. Hell yeah. That's still one of those moments I look back on it and I go, something was wrong with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Not the guy in the room. <laughs> the guy in the hallway who <laughs> yeah. was trying to keep out of the room yeah no i've had my yeah. my anger outburst a lot too and um yeah we're just two angry young guys <laughs> you know you being from chicago me being from baltimore and then uh, man it's a lot of a lot of different cultures i'm actually trying clash. to quit smoking using these vape pens and yeah. this vaporizer pen actually makes me cough more maybe this is what makes me quit it might be because these things are gross I had when I used to vape. It was I stopped it. It is just hey, nicotine in here too. Like yeah. I'm just trying to. Yeah, give I had a to like chance. wean myself down on the strength, and then like the the fucking. I had made my own cools and shit. It just became too cumbersome, and I was like, yeah. I'm done. Yeah, Fuck eventually it. it becomes like a hobby. Yeah. I just want to quit smoking cigarettes. Yeah. but I apologize to listeners because I have coughed a couple of big times on this podcast, and it's just from mm-hmm. trying to figure out how this thing works. Yeah, um, I normally yeah. just let. Fresh air in, like don't mm-hmm. seal all the way around it, but let fresh air in too. That helps. That could be part of my issue too. Yeah. Sometimes I'm just taking it to the dome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And nobody wants a giant nicotine buzz. That's not getting you anywhere. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, I think that was all I had for today. Yeah. Uh, actually, there was an interesting story uh, in London mm-hmm. uh, about technology and about them using poop to make bricks. Uh, human sewage uh, to make bricks but actually the process is much more interesting than that and we'll leave that as the cliffhanger okay uh, that's where i'll pick up next week all right uh so that this isn't the all shit podcast that seems yeah it's the all London, shit yeah. episode they go into that brexit shit and it's like yeah. god i've never seen a country fuck up something so bad i don't even know what it is just, i've tried I've tried with Brexit. It, it's to break it down. It's like they have the European Union. And no, I understand it from it, that but, yeah. standpoint. Yeah, but what their plan is? Their plan is stupid. Or why they, they want don't have to a plan. Do it That's why has yeah. been has escaped yeah. me. Yeah, and I've tried to find out, but. Mm-mm. It's a it, mess. It's not going to happen. It'll cause more problems than anything. And that's just what I think from across the pond. Yep, exactly. But whatever. Um, well, thank you for listening. Don't forget, visit shirtcaviar.com. You can yes. get the exclusive One Gram Army podcast t-shirt, yep. the Time's Up Dolphin shirt, mm-hmm. uh, that beautiful pod caviar shirt Tony is wearing, yes. which I am an owner also, and many, Ooh. many other many fantastic other. designs. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to flip over. We're going to do an episode of Pod Caviar. If you're not following that, I really am getting sick of telling you. Yeah, we, we, we've enough. reached the limit. That's, a, yeah, that's enough. We've given, you, we've given you enough chances. Now we're going to come after you. Yeah, so okay? we just going to be to the point to where... Be, pre- be prepared to see us pulling up, yeah, doing guerrilla podcasting, yeah, yeah. at your house for yeah. no audience, yeah, no just audience. You just and you your, are the audience. You yeah. and your terrified family. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good night, everyone. Welcome. One gram. One gram. Welcome to the One Gram Army podcast. Welcome. One gram. Welcome. One one grand. Welcome. One 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 grand. Welcome to the One Grand Army podcast.